You're listening to the Equine Forum on HRRN, presented by Twin Spires. And here comes Stormy Liberal trying to win it again on the outside as they arrive at the final furlong. They've left the others behind. Stormy Liberal and World of Trouble digs in. These two will clear their competition. Then it's Disco partner Will Call and Chantaline coming to the final 16th. World of Trouble on the outside. Stormy Liberal heads coming up and down to the wire. Stormy Liberal back to back in the turf sprint. And then it was World of Trouble Disco partner and Ruby Notion. That's Larry Colmus with the call of Stormy Liberal, providing jockey Drayden Van Dyke with a moment he'll never forget. It came in the 2018 running of the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint at Churchill Downs. Van Dyke exploded onto the national racing scene in 2014 when he received the Eclipse Award as Outstanding Apprentice Jockey of that year. And with 809 career victories to his credit, the arrow has always been pointed up. On the outside, the 29-year-old appeared to be very much in control. But on the inside, it was a much different story. In early October, Drayden made the decision to step away from racing to focus on his mental health. He recently took time to tell his story to Steve Anderson of the Daily Racing Forum in an excellent article that appeared in the January 1st edition of the DRF. And now, fresh and focused, he is looking forward to his return to the saddle. And I am looking forward to welcoming jockey Drayden Van Dyke to the Equine Forum here this morning. Drayden... All the best, my friend. Happy New Year. Thanks for taking the time. Yes, sir. Happy New Year to you. Man, I love that playback you just played. That gave me chills. <laughs> yeah, a little trip down memory lane for you. Oh, I watch it all the time. That's, uh, like you said, that's one of the, the most special moments in my career so far. And uh, Breeders' Cup, the, the biggest stage of horse racing, it, it, was, it was very special indeed. If that doesn't get you pumped up to return to the saddle, my friend, nothing is going to because that ride on your part was excellent. The horse gave you everything he had, and then you got a chance to experience what it's like to win a Breeders' Cup race, as you just mentioned. Um, what what was going on last year? You, you know, on the outside, as I mentioned, it appeared as if Drayden Van Dyke has the world, you know, by the horns. You could do anything you want to do in life, and then inside, it was a different story. What was going on with you last year? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a correlation of, of a lot of things, but the main thing that 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 I had to really find was myself again. And um, but from my my father's suicide was was the initiation of of all the things that I that I held inside. Um, so my my father committed suicide when I was eighteen. Um, the first year I started riding, and I was in Del Mar, and I'll never forget it. Um, Tom Proctor, he he's the one who told me. He gave me a call uh, on the phone, and I answered the phone happy. I said, "Hey, Tom, how you doing?" I could tell something was wrong because his voice was kind of shivering, and and he told me the news, and, and I could hear he was upset and kind of crying. And then then he hung up, and and I, I couldn't believe what he just told me. He was, I, I couldn't believe it, and from that moment on. I mean, I was in a state of shock for the rest of the year. Um, my life was a blur. Um, I don't remember my, my father's funeral. Um, just, just, it was something at an early age when I was doing so good and, and, and so busy. Um, I didn't, I didn't know how to process it. So, I mean, I, I held it in and I, I taught myself how to block it out really. And that's the worst thing you can do. Um, like I said, during this time off, I, I, 
I focused on myself. I focused on finding myself, communicating better with, with the small circle. I kept myself around, um, talked to my mom a lot, um, family. Um, but yeah, that, that was, that was the initial dagger, um, that, that led to this spiral. Um, and, and like I said, everything happens for a reason in life. Life's not easy. And it's made me a very, very strong person, but it also broke me at the same time. So, yeah. Have you taken time now to process your dad's suicide and, and come to terms with that now? I have, yeah. I uh, I pray a lot. Um, I'm lucky I have, like I said, I have really good people in my corner. Mike Smith is a very religious person, and, and we're, look, we're not all saints we're not all angels we're we we do bad things in our life that that we we hold inside we we have guilty consciences and and this and that and and he 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 taught me to just pray about it uh ask for forgiveness forgive me for my sins and and this and that but i i really just focused on praying all the time and lord get me through what i'm going through show me the way what can i do and, and and I just I listen to my heart instead of trying to please others and and instead of making other people happy I, I need to focus on myself and and make myself happy and get myself right because if I don't uh, I'm just gonna go deeper and deeper in, into this hole that I was digging myself in and, and so yeah during this time off I mean it's it's still not completely 100% which it'll never be there'll always be a void. Um, because I I love my dad to death, and and uh, he's the one who got me into this business. He uh, he got me around horses for the first time. He made me fall in love with the sport, and and when he was gone, it it it, it threw me off. It it is like, what am I riding for now? I'm trying to make my father happy, make my my family happy, my mom happy, and now my dad's gone, and and it 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 messed with my mind big time, and and. But during this time off, I I stayed away from my phone, tried to stay off social media. Because the more and more you read, the more and more you start thinking about yourself. Oh, this kid doesn't have it anymore. Or people people are mean, and, and they don't know how, how, how much words can really affect people. And you don't know what, what a person is going through. And so I'm, I'm 29, but, I mean, I realize this, and... So, I mean, when I see a person on the street or meet a new person, I I, I try to not say too much, and I want to listen to them and see what they have to say first and just to get a gauge on what where they're at in life. And and, and you got to treat people the way you want to be treated. I know this, this sport is tough. It's cutthroat. There's no loyalty. I mean, you can win on horses and, and just get, get it ripped out from underneath you and and it took its toll. I mean, that's not what made me take my break, but it, it, was, it was bits and pieces of it that, that led to, to me just, I have to get away or I don't want to do this anymore, you know? What, what allowed you, Drayden, to continue to ride at a high level and do your job as you were dealing with those inner struggles? Where did you find the strength to do that? Uh, so I've, I've always been a big physical fitness fan and so I would I would just run 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 work out work out and that's the best medicine you can do for your mind it, it, and it kept me sane but I mean I was that's a good question it was 
like I said, it, it was I was so busy. I was doing so good. I, I I really didn't have time. I didn't have time to 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 worry about it or or fix it. I I I just focused on on horses and horses only, and that's what led to my bad communication with with people and and my family. Like I stopped talking to them. I just I just focused on horses and only horses and. And look, I, I, you live and you learn, but man, you gotta, you gotta be around family. You gotta have people that have your back. That no matter if you have, if you lose all your money or if you, you never ride again, they're gonna still accept you for who you are. And those are the people that you need to to keep around you 24/7 if you can, and 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 stay in contact with them because those people keep you sane and and they they keep you, they keep you who you are and. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was tough. Uh, and I was riding seven days a week at that time. I was riding Thursday through Sunday in Del Mar and Santa Anita, and I was going to Turf Paradise Monday through Wednesday, which led to Eclipse Award. And, and um, in my speech in the Eclipse Award, I, I, I gave my father a shout-out. And, and my agent at the time, I had two. Steve Nolan was, was uh, booking my mounts at uh, Turf Paradise, and... And Sarah Wolf was booking my mounts here at Santa Anita Del Mar. But Steve Nolan, his son, unfortunately, he got hit by a drunk driver crossing the street um, that same year. And and I, I gave his son a shout out as well. I mean, look, we all go through experiences. Death death is is not easy. It's it's people who have gone through it, who have gone through suicides, and uh, it's 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 a mind mind game. It's a mind it's 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 terrible man and and like i said you never know what someone's going through and and if you can be there for them and and listen man it can mean the world a difference talking with jockey drayden van dyke here on the horse racing radio network drayden one of the quotes that really jumped out at me as i was reading steve anderson's article in the daily racing forum was you said when i stopped i was angry I was mean with people. I wasn't that guy I was when I came around. I was a nice kid. I was very respectful. I was losing my ways. I had to get back to my roots. Earlier you mentioned taking time to find yourself again. What have you discovered about yourself in this time off that that makes you believe that you're good to go moving forward, getting back into riding again? Yeah, like I said, I I can actually control my brain and, 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 instead of jumping the gun and, and just when I hear something, someone's talking about me or someone's taking me off a horse, I want to instantly just say, I want to say something that's not good, you know, um, and, and be mean. I was being mean to, for, for instance, Carla Gaines, I was in Del Mar, um, and I just saw her this morning, and I just wanted to say, I told her, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for for the way I, I, I was towards you um this past summer um and she's like honey you don't have to say sorry she's like i understand she's like you're you're, we're fine and it that means the world to me because i i kind of went off on her not not screaming or anything but just just not understanding just like a bad communication with my agent and and just i was just felt like i was being used all the time and and people wasn't seeing my worth didn't see my skill anymore they're just just using me, using me, and just and giving me no chances anymore. And 
and I, I, just, I couldn't control my emotions anymore. I, 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 uh, I had no control over myself and, and I've always had control over myself. I, like I said, I was raised right. I was, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. Uh, uh, and if, if people are mean to me or this and that, I usually just let it go out one ear and out the other. And, uh, uh, and I, I was losing myself, like you said. And, and during this time, like I said, I got away from everything. I got the racetrack life. A lot of people don't understand. There's a lot of things that, that we go through and in the morning time, it's not easy work and, and we get zero compensation. I mean, we're, we're working for free, putting our lives on the line in the morning to hopefully get a chance in the afternoon. And when you're not, when you're putting in a lot of work and you're not seeing the results, you're like, how is this making sense? I mean, this doesn't make sense, but I mean, you got to put your nose to the grindstone and, and ride the wave. But I mean, you got to be mentally right too. If you're not, you're not going to be able to handle it. And I wasn't handling it. And, so during this time off, I I excluded myself from from the racetrack. I wasn't talking to anybody. I wasn't answering phone calls because I just it was adding to more pressure and more more anxiety and and it's just toxic. And I I had to get away from it. And man, it, I, I I feel like as I was telling Steve Anderson, I said, man, I feel reborn, man. I feel like a new person. I feel I've never been better. I've never been fitter. I've never been in a better place in my life. I'm, I'm closer to God than I've ever been before. And man, I, and I've, I was losing the excitement of, of waking up in the morning and going out to the track. Cause I, I used to be excited. I, I'd have hard time going to sleep because I'm excited to wake up the next day. And I needed to get myself back to that, that point. And man, I'm there. So that's, that's how I knew. Uh, good for you. Good for you. Drayden Van Dyke here on HRN. Drayden, last year I I spent a lot of time on this program and outside of this program talking with riders about mental health issues and mental wellness and how they were dealing with things they were going through. And earlier you said, and I think you're 100% right, everybody's going through something. It's a matter of how you deal with it and then how you reach out to other people if you need help. So what advice would you give to other riders who might even be listening to this conversation right now and maybe they're going through something and they don't want to come forward with it? What, what do you say to them? Yeah. Say reach out to reach out to your family. If you're close to them, talk to your mom, talk to your dad, if you're lucky to have them still, or talk to anybody that, that you can trust that won't go around and, and tell them what you're telling, telling them. And, um, don't be embarrassed. Don't be afraid. Because it's it's not like I said I I thought I was being weak or or I didn't want to tell other people my problems because I know they have their own and they're not gonna listen. But you find the right person that's gonna listen to you. I mean, and 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 talk to them as much as you need. And if you need to go get professional help, go get it, man. I mean, it's it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you uh, whatever you want to call it. But I mean. It, 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 it'll mean the world a difference and, and it'll take that weight off your shoulders. It'll take that, that, that guilty conscience or, or that stuff that's eating you from the inside out. It'll, it'll slowly take it out, take it out and, 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 and focus on, on putting only positive into your mind, what you read, what you listen to, what you see on social media, 
it, it, it goes a long way. It goes it goes so far because if you're con- constantly reading negativity, constantly watching bad videos that are on Twitter and and Instagram and this and that and 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 always listening to people, oh, this racetrack's gonna this we got only five more years here and it's gonna close and this and that and oh, there's not enough horses here and it it, it it's an anxiety. It, it it's for a guy that dedicated your life, my life to this sport. You hear this, you hear the sport dying, you hear all this and that. I'm like, I'm I'm starting to panic, kind of. I'm getting I'm getting anxiety. I'm getting scared. I'm I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm, but man, take it out of your mind. Take it out of your ears if you can. Or, or the people that are saying that, get away from them. They put your surround yourself with positive people that have a positive outlook on life. Um, because that's the main thing. Being happy in life, no matter if you're successful or not. I mean, like you said, money only goes so far. I mean. You can meet a millionaire, billionaire, and they can be the loneliest person in the world. I mean, happiness is you can get it in so many ways and 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 the first thing you should do is is find a person and just start talking. How far away are we from seeing Drayden Van Dyke back in the saddle in the afternoons and ultimately back in the winter circle? Yeah, so I'm out here this morning, uh Santa Anita. Um I'm trying to get on one this morning, but I do have workers lined up for uh, for Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So just gonna get on some workers and, and kind of play it by ear. But uh, I, I feel like you know, say it's like riding a bike. It's it's not gonna take me very long to recalibrate my clock and and uh, and like I said, it's it's very very short. It's uh, I say within the next week or two, hopefully. You mentioned your workout regimen, and Mike Smith, a tireless worker as well, he's out there working out every single morning, and that's why he's able to ride at the level he rides at day in and day out. But can you duplicate the fitness that you need when you're riding a horse? Can you duplicate that on a treadmill or getting some miles in on the road, or do you have to be riding horses to really, truly get fit? I mean, race fit, you you can't get race fit besides riding races, but yeah, you can uh, by working out outside of the track. In my in my example of of like lungs and cardio and and just getting your body as tight and and as toned as you can, to where when when you do start getting on horses and this and that, it's gonna it's gonna be so much quicker getting your fitness back. I mean, like I said, it might take me three to four days at the most. Uh, and and I'll be surprised if I'm even sore if I get on a horse. I'm I'm so fit. Uh, my my respiratory system is is to the nines, and um, it's it, it can go a long way. And and I I mean, if I could tell anybody something, I mean, physical fitness is is key in, in horse racing and longevity and uh, and performance. If if I feel that I'm fitter than everybody in that room. I feel like I'm I'm better than everybody in that room. It, just in my mind, it gives me that confidence to to walk up to somebody and 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 because I I know what I look like underneath my clothes. I I mean, it, it it goes so far. And and if you can afford to pack on a few extra muscles, I mean, do it because it's gonna help you. And like you said, it's like it's it's natural body armor. So if you fall off a horse or if you come down in a spill. 
the fitter you are, the more muscle you have protecting your organs, this and that, your bones, you're less likely to, to get injured. So, I mean, there's so many aspects to physical fitness, not only your mind, but protection um, and, and, and longevity. I mean, look at Mike, for example. I mean, don't want to compare him to other older riders, but I mean, he, he wouldn't have lasted as long as he has without doing the things that he does in the gym. And and that's and that's fact. So, I mean, if you can put in the work, if you can stay dedicated, which I always have been. I I, I used to run, I used to run around my my trailer park before I went to school when I was in high school. When I figured out I wanted to ride races and be a jockey, which was mid sophomore year or beginning of sophomore year, I started running before my bus came. I ran so much around my my trailer park that I. I the grass I, I ran around, I made it brown. I made a little brown mark around my, my trailer park because I'd run and run and run. I'd try to run at least a mile or two before the races. And as I got fitter, I mean races, school, um, and as I got fitter, I just kept improving, improving, improving. And when you see results, man, it, it only makes you want to do it even more and keep improving and it, it go. It, your mind starts working better. I could focus on my work better. I mean, there's so many positive aspects to working out, and and uh, it's amazing. Well, Drayden, I I've told you when I texted you how proud I was that you came out with your story, and I know that your story is going to help others who are dealing with this same thing, whether they're jockeys or trainers or they just work around the racetrack, whatever, dealing with something in life. Everybody is, and I know your story will help them. I really, really appreciate you spending time to tell your story with me here this morning. And, man, I wish you all the best. I'm really proud of you. Keep it rolling and can't wait to see you back in the saddle again, my friend. Yes, sir. It's my pleasure. And and if I can say to anything to anyone, if – if y'all, if anyone needs to reach out to me, I I, I have an ear for you. I uh, I'll listen to you. I'll, I'll try to help you as best as I can. Uh, my phone will be on for you. So if you ever want to reach out to me, I'll I'll listen to you. So thanks for having me, Drayden. Appreciate it, buddy. All the best. Yes, sir. All right, Drayden Van Dyke here on the Horse Racing Radio Network, and I told you throughout last year when I had an opportunity to visit with several riders who were dealing with different things and even though they're successful on the outside and we said that, see them in the winter circle there are a lot of people a lot of riders who are dealing with various issues and Drayden's bravery coming forward putting it out there I think will help other riders and my thanks to him for taking time for being part of this program here this morning to tell his story when I come back I'll take a look at a historical date in racing history or two as they apply to this weekend, and I'll get you ready for hour number three. This is the Equine Forum on the Horse Racing Radio Network.